joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and I would like to welcome you to Blissful Living. I hope that your day is progressing forward in a positive manner. I hope that you woke up with a smile on your face, or if you did not wake up with a smile on your face, that you actually smiled at someone else and put a smile on someone else's face. So, Welcome, welcome, welcome to Blissful Living. Um, before we get started with today's show, I want to uh, make a couple announcements. First of all, I want to thank our sponsors, the Health Healing and Wellness Company. If you're looking to improve your health and well-being physically, mentally, emotionally, um, and spiritually, then you want to right now if you're getting ready and you want to look good um, in the upcoming months with regards to how your clothes are fitting you, how you're feeling inside energetically, uh, how that is reflecting and when you look at yourself in the mirror and you see something absolutely beautiful that you love and adore, um, then you want to check out the Health Healing and Wellness Company at healthhealingwellness.com. Check out their specials. Um, these specials are phenomenal and they really, really do work. The next sponsor I would like to thank is the telecommunications located in Silicon Valley. They've been in business for 27 years. That company is All Day Cable, Inc. It is a telecommunications installation or network distribution company. So if you need voice, data, fiber optic, or wireless systems installed in your place of business, then you want to connect with them. If you're needing um, passenger electronic display signs or speaker systems or anything that has to do with telecommunicating in the 21st century, then you want to check out alldaycableinc.com. Again, that is alldaycableinc.com. And the last announcement I want to make is that um, if any of you know of anyone that you feel would be a perfect guest on the show, uh, please connect with us. We're always looking for phenomenal guests. And we are always open to sharing your words of wisdom with everyone who tunes into the show so that through a domino effect, we can make the world just that much of a better place by reducing or eliminating stress, stress from all aspects. You know of anybody that's interested in being a guest on the show or you yourself want to be a guest on the show, please connect with us at info at health healing wellness.com. Now, today's show, I just want to jump right into it, is about how you can regain your power after trauma. And trauma can mean a lot to the variety of us out in the world. Uh, some experience physical trauma, some experience mental, emotional, uh, spiritual trauma, whatever you may have it, there is trauma that affects, you know, your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And so today's guest is going to talk to us a little bit about um, what she does to help the people that she works with regain their power after trauma. And she will explain more 
to you very shortly. But let me tell you about today's guest. Her name is Giselle Toner, and she has over 30 years' experience teaching women and men how to increase their energies physically, mentally, through the ancient science of yoga, and to enhance their self-worth personally and professionally through her strategic life coaching mentorship programs. She's a certified perfect health educator, and she's been trained personally by Deepak Chopra and David Simon. She currently holds retreats in various tropical destinations to teach the Successful Goddess Blueprint, a training course that helps women ignite their value in all aspects of life. And she is a public motivational speaker. Now, um, she has many, many credentials, and I won't go into it. We'll let her tell us a little bit more about that as we progress through the show. But I would like to take this opportunity to welcome you, Giselle Toner, to Blissful Living. How are you doing today? Um, great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is going to be very exciting. We're uh, You're very welcome, and we're excited to have you. As always, um, we love when we have someone on the show that can um, – Share a message that will help someone to reduce or eliminate stress from whatever part of life that guest may be talking about. And so um, me being a person that loves yoga, and I know some of the wonderful things that it does um, with regards to just not only, not only physical well-being, but mental and spiritual well-being as well, um, it's always great to have someone on the show that, that can talk about that. So tell us a little bit about um, how you got involved in yoga. Yes. Well, you know, it's funny because when I was really young, I was really active all the time. I was always into physical movement, into dance. I was a horse person. I was riding horses at a very young age and uh, just always loved physical movement. And uh, as I said, I was in dancing school and always, you know, doing something physical, swimming. But um, how I came across yoga and started to fall in love with it and get really, really into it was... um, a little bit different because, first of all, when I started yoga, when I was really young, I was a you know, very young girl. I was probably maybe 11, 12 when I started to really get fascinated by it. Um, mm-hmm. There were no yoga studios and there were no real yoga teachers, especially in my area. I mean, you know, I lived in a city, but yoga was very, very obscure. Nobody even knew a whole lot about it. So um, I was in a library and I was really, uh, I loved looking at books. I loved reading And I came across a book, and I pulled it out off of the shelf, and it had pictures. And the pictures looked a little bit like the ballet that I was doing. But then as I got more and more into the book, I realized, wow, this is not ballet. And I started to get fascinated with it because I started reading. But the strange thing, and the reason why I was so drawn to it, was that I read something in that book that blew my mind because it started talking about meditation and how to meditate and what happens when you meditate. And when I read that, I suddenly realized that I had already been doing that on my own. <laughs> I, am, I mean, it was the strangest thing. I mean, I remember as a young girl, um, I was the youngest of four and, you know, I was a lot of times not really, um, didn't have a lot of friends and sometimes it was, you know, kind of lonely and I would just right. sit in my room, I would sit in my room and be very quiet and repeat 
like a word over and over and over and over. And it would kind of bring me into this little trance state. And I don't know what in the world made me start doing that, but all I can say was that it was my own form of meditation. So when I read about it in the book, in the yoga book, I thought, I'm already doing this. Um, oh, wow. But then, yeah, it was crazy. But then I started to do the poses, and they felt fabulous. And, you know, what I realized was that yoga was centering me, and it was bringing me to a place that was um, unlike anything I'd ever done before because I was, you know, as a child sometimes you're just, you know, you're lost. Well, and let's talk it was about that fabulous thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that. I mean, that's that's really um, cool because you brought up, you know, yoga and meditation again, and you know, all of those are um, part of the uh, medical modality of Ayurveda. They have intricate parts mm-hmm. in that, and being yeah. centered and grounded. So, you know, share with us when you say that, you know, you by you doing yoga and the word that. The word that you would repeat to yourself, you know, mm-hmm. a.k.a. your your mantra, um, mm-hmm. how did that how did that allow you to become in such a place that you were able to, first of all, become sinner and, and second of all, recognize what that felt like? Well, you know, I think that the only thing that I can tell you um, about how I felt when I was doing this repeating of the word was it was actually keeping me at one point. So normally our minds are scattered all over the place, but what it was doing is it was bringing me to one place, and then all of a sudden thought was stopping. So I was no longer having other thoughts. It was just basically becoming one with everything, and it was giving me a feeling of euphoria, and I loved it. It was just, my God, it was like, wow, what did I what did I stumble upon? <laughs> and uh, wow. but then when I yeah when I read about it in the book saying. I'm already doing this. I knew that I was onto something really great, so I just stuck with it, and I loved it. Oh wow! You know, um, so once you just once you got the book, and you you know you were still pretty young, and you went through the book, and you know you start practicing the poses, and realizing that your mantra for yourself was helping you, and it was it was all that you were doing. Um, how soon after that? Were you able, before you were able to take a quote unquote yoga class? Oh, decades. Decades. I mean, I did not find a real yoga class until I was already teaching. I basically was self-taught. I started so young. I mean, and I'm, I'm old, okay? I am old. We're talking many, many years ago. Um, when I say old, I'm not like 90, but I'm pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not too sure what I want to say the exact age, but I don't have any problem with telling anybody my age. But, I mean, it was a very long time ago. And what happened was when I was doing my yoga, I was learning from books, and there weren't many, but I was learning from books. Then there was a television show that was coming on, and it was called Lil- Lilius, I think was her name. And I was thrilled because there was this lady doing these yoga poses, and I was following along with her in my in my living room, you know, knocking things over. My mother was screaming at me. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but it was just wonderful because I felt like this was something that was already inside of me, and it wasn't something I, that I 
um, you know, that was like, it didn't feel foreign. It felt so real and it felt so normal. And it was almost like it was already in me. So I just loved it. And then at a very, um, not so much longer after that, I started having people coming um, to my house and in my living room. I was teaching them yoga. And they oh, were wow. loving it. Yeah. And then I started working for the why. Um, the why, this is when yoga started to get a little bit more popular, but there were still uh-huh. no yoga studios, none. And I started teaching at the why. And they loved it, and they loved it. And then I just started you know, doing it more and more and more. And then I started having my own personal clients. Then... I found out about Deepak Chopra because I wanted to add the Ayurveda component to my yoga. And um, then I went to California, studied with him in 1998, um, he and David Simon. And that was when Deepak was personally teaching with David. He does not do that anymore. Uh, So I was very, very lucky that I actually got the experience from him personally and, you know, just really got so well-versed in what he was teaching. It was wonderful. Wow, that's beautiful. I, I like to hear where people, you know, came from and how they got to what their, you know, their gift is because um sometimes it's not it's not the journey that people expect or that, you know, the listeners um assume that it's going to be. It's it's all sometimes very interesting how people come about to what they, you know, what they're doing and what their purpose is. So it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful I like to get the stories basically. I just like to get the stories. Now with regards to um yoga and you know regaining your power. It's a kind of I think that's a really great topic and and I want to um shift a little bit into that. With regards to um yoga and regaining your well let me let me put it this way. With regards to regaining your power what exactly do you mean by that? Okay, so when I started teaching, of course, I was just doing what I felt and what I knew in my heart was good for me. And that's really all we can do. We can just give what we do best. But what happened was, I was as I was teaching, I was noticing that people were transforming. Their lives were changing. And... I know that I had been through a lot of my own trauma as a young girl. Um, I had a lot of things happening to me, and I and I basically healed myself, and I basically brought myself out of a lot of uh, very, you know, a, a lot of things that a lot of people would have had a, a major uh, trouble getting out of on their own. But because mm-hmm. of my yoga and because of being strong, I pulled myself up out of some pretty tough situations. But what's happening was when I was teaching, I noticed that people were healing. They were feeling wonderful, feeling wonderful, and there was one gentleman in particular that I think really got me on the path to wanting to really stick with being a teacher and helping people for the rest of my life. He was a gentleman that would come into my yoga class, and this is when I was teaching at the Y, and there were no other classes around, and basically I was Mm -hmm. it. He came into my class, and he was a wreck. I mean, this guy was an alcoholic. He was a really heavy smoker. He was really thin. He had no color. But he was determined to just try to get some help somewhere, and he didn't know where to turn, so he came to Mm -hmm. yoga. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at him, I looked at him and I said, oh, how am I ever going to help this guy? I was worried that he was going to fall over. So little by little, he stuck with it. And little by little, I saw this man come alive. He changed. 
he stopped smoking, he stopped drinking, he got his color back, he started to gain weight, he was happy, he was getting healthy, and he actually turned into a totally different person, and that gave me life. That gave me wow. some life because I, I helped somebody that I thought was just going to die in my class, literally. Wow. And he was just so different. He was a different person. Within a year, he totally transformed his entire life, and I was so thrilled. So I saw how people could change after lots of different types of trauma. And it gave me the power to want to continue and to really help. And it's been wonderful. So when you were, you know, I mean, that's a, I love stories like that because, again, it's a story of hope. And, you know, and also it's a story of perseverance. You know, the guy didn't come in there expecting a miracle overnight, but he stuck with it. And little by little, his whole physical, emotional, spiritual and mental well-being changed from un- an unhealthy state to a healthier state. And so um, I, I just love stories like that because it puts things in perspective. Sometimes we want things to be fixed like that or we want the change to happen immediately. But as we all know, things that come fast go fast as well. So, yeah. But when you've been suffering for a long time, you want, you know, you want to change. So you're not yeah. only talking about... Um, regaining your physical power back. Mm-hmm. You're right. talking about regaining your whole power spectrum back. Absolutely. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. In fact, what I teach is an integrative approach because we are not just a body and we are not just a mind. Um, we are an integrated being with body, mind, soul, and we really, in order for us to really gain anything in life that we want. We have to have the integration of everything. And I've seen lately, more than ever, that women are really wanting to step up. Because I think that for years, women were, um, you know, not that, uh, I'm not going to talk about physical abuse. I'm talking about just putting yourself uh, on the line because you're because women are healers and helpers and empathy and and mothers and but right. women have given away a lot of their power and I think that I'm seeing more and more lately that women want to regain that power again and that's why I you know I I love teaching everybody and I do I have men and women but women especially women have really you know they've taken a lot of abuse for a long time and now they're ready they're ready to move forward. I- I agree with you 100% on that point. I think we as women have um, allowed a lot of our power to be taken away from us. Um, And I think now the coming of age is that we're realizing, I mean, it started probably when I was in, you know, growing up in the 60s or whatever, you know, the women's lib moment and all that movement. But um, I do believe that, you know, when... (laughs) When I see the world today versus when I saw the world when I was a little girl, when I saw the world as a little girl, I saw it as a man's world. Um, and mm-hmm. just because of just the things that went around, you know, on around with around me. I mean, my mom worked, you know, my dad yeah. worked. Wasn't that, but it was like the people you saw in positions of power were men. And, and right. you know, the people right. that ran things were men and the bosses were all men. And, and I was right. that little girl that was like, oh, no, I'm going to be a boss and I'm going to have my own uh-huh. business. And I'm going to, you know, and so I don't know uh-huh. where it came from, but I always I'm like, I'm not taking a backseat to anybody mm-hmm. because whatever That's a guy right. can do. 
I can do too. They can't have Absolutely. babies, and if they could, That's they probably right. wouldn't do it because we wouldn't have nobody in the world, right? <laughs> but you, you know are what? so right. So yeah, you're like, right. It's it's just so it's funny. So I when you say that you know we're regaining our power, we're regaining mm-hmm. it and we're taking it. Um, I mean, you think right. of centuries of how women were to be seen and not heard, and they didn't they didn't right. you know. You know, yes. it was just so. Um, yes. I thank you for sharing that because now you got me all liberated and, and you know. <laughs> but, but it's true because I know that I've done. I mean, I, I've done yoga for a, a long time, and mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, got first. I started doing it just like you know everybody else because I wanted, I wanted to right. strengthen my muscles and um, yeah. But yeah. I think in turn it helped me to already strengthen the powerful mind that I already had. It's just, it's, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's oh, just yeah. interesting. So it's it's, it's beautiful um, that you were able to, mm-hmm. to share your insights in in your story. Now, mm-hmm. when you when you teach yoga, mm-hmm. um, what modalities do you use? For instance, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you Say you have a class, and in as the yoga master, you have this class, and you you feel the energy of your students. I mean, I you, I know you do. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. in, you, yeah. people. We just do that kind of stuff, right? So you feel the energy that's of your true. students, and you know that some people are going to be moved along a lot quicker on their path to bliss, so to speak, and others will take mm-hmm. a little bit of, of time. How do you mm-hmm. decide, or what modality do you use so that? Mm-hmm. You you keep it powerful and transformative for those that are ready to you know go like the rabbit so to speak, but mm-hmm, right. um, you also keep those that are at the turtle's pace engaged mm-hmm. in also experiencing the um, powerful transformation. Right. Well, you know I have so many different people that I work with both privately and in groups with yoga, but um, I think one of the things that is extremely important to mention is that. Through my practice and through my yoga, I actually transitioned into um, life coaching also because what was happening was I was teaching people and I would notice that if I were working with some some women, that they would not, they would come to me if I was doing a private session, they would come to me and we would do our yoga, but more and more they were starting to open up about their lives and a lot of times it was painful and they wanted to sometimes just talk rather than do their yoga. So I would say, sure, no problem. You know, let's just sit here. I'll put some tea on and we'll just talk. And what was happening was they were opening up and bearing their souls and crying a lot of times, just crying because they just were pent up for so long and they just needed an outlet And they wanted to be healed in every possible way, not only physically. They didn't only want to become strong physically. They wanted to be, you know, transformed in every way. So I started to work with these women and help them to really find their power within. So I was taking them through the paces, whether it was that they were trying to um, better themselves just physically or they wanted to find the love of their life or, you know, maybe they wanted to um, gain more power in their business or their work life. I found that I was actually coaching these women and I really didn't even have any real um, education in the area. So I actually went out and I did get the education that I needed Mm -hmm. so that I could do it much better. So I realized that what I was doing was I was combining yoga and life coaching. And that is when I started to see 
amazing things happening to the women that I was working with because not that yoga alone isn't wonderful because it really is, but when you combine the ancient science of yoga and the, you know, uh, amazing, um, you know, modern sciences of life coaching, it is just so powerful. And I got training from two very good places, and I can tell you that, you know, I really love what I see when I work with these people, and it's not just women, it's men too. But so the modalities that I use are yoga, mm-hmm. life coaching, and then I'll also add in the Ayurveda because, you know, from learning with Deepak Chopra, I have um, that knowledge and I have his courses that I teach. Um, and sometimes I'll read tarot cards. I mean, I do that also. So the modalities, right. there are many, and I just kind of, you know, get a feel for what somebody needs, and I just take it to that level with them. Wow. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, great information because I, I guess kind of what you, again, pointed out, you guys listening out there, a nugget of gold. And um, now is the time, if you haven't already done so, you might want to grab a piece of paper or something to write with, um, sit back and relax a little bit and just engage in the information that Giselle is sharing with us. Um, but what she did was pretty much um, reinforce the fact that uh, physical well-being is not just about physical well-being. It's about mental, spiritual, and emotional. And with regards to what she do does, she, she uses a variety of modalities that touches upon all of those aspects. So it could be one modality or it could be, you know, a combination of all. But what she does is she uses her um wisdom and intuitive gift to see what is needed for that person that she's, you know, communicating with. And she chooses the right modalities for for that individual to help them, again, get into that spot where they can regain their power. And so when I say that word power, you know, I think of, and I don't know if this is just, you know, um, I don't want to say brainwashing, but basically brainwashing because I can't think of any other word to say right now. But when I think of the power symbol, I think of like a triangle or a pyramid where the base or Maslow's hierarchy of... Uh-huh. Right, so, right, right. Right, because yeah. I'm a nurse, uh-huh. so it's like, you know, that's just drilled into me in school and all the psychology <laughs> classes and so on. But, but I think of right. a triangle or a pyramid and probably more mm-hmm. like a four-dimensional pyramid because the mm-hmm. the base is really strong and solid and connected mm-hmm. to the earth and, right, and the earth right. element. And then as it rises up, it's it gets not weaker but stronger, and it's able mm-hmm. to connect with, you know, the wind and the air and the, the right. ether and the fire and, and, you know, really hold steady in its transformation. So, mm-hmm. um it's really cool that you use those different modalities to, to you know, bring out that power, which when I say four-dimensional, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional um, right. all together. So that's beautiful. Now, yeah. you mentioned something um, about, uh, or I rather, I mentioned something about um, trauma. And mm-hmm. I know we kind of touched on that a little bit with regards to, you know, some of the trauma that you experienced and, and what some of the people were coming to you and telling you about. But what I want to ask you and I want to clarify for the listeners is that is the trauma, because when you hear the word trauma, see, when I hear trauma, I think of, I was a trauma nurse, so I'm thinking of trauma yes. 
you know, physical yes. from, from that's that, you know, I hear that word trauma and that's right. the first thing that pops in my mind, even though I know there's right. other, but the first thing is I get back into mm-hmm. that mode. And so mm-hmm. I guess what I'm asking you is, can you share with the listeners out there some of the different ways that, mm-hmm. or some of the different ways that people that have come to you have experienced mm-hmm. trauma? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think one of the most prominent things that you will probably, you know, uh, agree with and uh, a lot of your listeners also would be the abused women or the abused woman syndrome. And what happens is these women, they sustain repeated abuse over and over and over to the point where it gets so bad that they will actually sometimes die. Um, you know, they will be at the hands of an abuser. Either they will die physically, or they will uh, from the you know from the physical abuse, or they will die from the neglect and the mental aspect, and just being uh, you know from lots of different lots of different ways that they can die. But if they don't die and they aren't uh, you know at that level, they're still sustaining terrible trauma every day to their emotional well-being just from being at the hands of, of you know, someone that is, uh, you know, a total abuser. And so that's just one of the types of trauma that I come across quite a bit that I help women to overcome. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot to really take a woman who has been basically brainwashed for so long into thinking that, um, you know, there's no way out. I mean, really, they think that there is no way out, but it takes a long time to get them to that place where they feel safe, and then they start to rebuild rebuild their lives. Um, That's one thing that I can tell you I I do have experience with with women. That, you know... I'm, you know, it's very compelling because um, I know women you know, friends, acquaintance, acquaintances, things of that nature. And when you were describing that, yes, it's been, you know, all aspects, so to speak, of that, that which, you know, the physical abuse or the neglect abuse or the mm-hmm. emotional abuse or the, you know, mental abuse. And mental and emotional, people kind of think they're the same. It's, they're not really the same. Um, but, you know, and people... I've had people come and say, you know, I just, I just want to, I feel like I'm, I just want to die. And then, you know, they just, but they, they stay in that cycle, so to speak. And then there's, you know, other women that say, you know what, I got to get out of this and I got to get out of this cycle uh, because Mm -hmm. it's not doing me any, any good. And it's amazing when they do um, get that power back um, Mm -hmm. that they may have not had for decades, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, Right they transform into this new person and those that knew them before when they were stuck in that trauma, when they come across them as to how they are, when they regain their power, totally different. Mm-hmm. Right. right. They, totally. Totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a trip. It's really a trip. Mm-hmm. So for sure. You guys yeah. out, out there listening, you know, Janelle, Giselle is, um, you know, we're talking about a little, you know, heavy topic at the moment um, with regards yeah. to trauma, but I think it's important because, you know, what she does is she helps people, men, women, and a few smart men. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> to regain their power, their trauma, and you know I got that from if you, <laughs> you've been around the <laughs> community. <laughs> uh, 
always it. That's always a good one. Okay, so let yeah. me get back on focus. So I'm sorry, I, I digress. But <laughs> LS will appreciate that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, now you have this course called the Se- Successful Goddess Blueprint Course. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what exactly? Um, is your description of a successful goddess? Okay, good question. Okay, so actually the successful goddess um, course that I teach is actually a compilation of things that I've learned and done through the years that I did to bring myself up to a high level because if you would see how bad I was <laughs> and what I've transformed myself into, it's nothing short of a miracle, really. So what I do <laughs> is, uh, what I did, honestly, so what I did was, you know, I just took all the things that I knew and that I intuitively knew, plus did myself, and I put them all into a course. And I take women through the paces, and there are 10 different steps and 10 different lessons that I do with these women, and or men. I mean, I've taken men through it also, and I usually do it at a retreat. So I usually book a retreat at a pretty destination, a nice place, and we go through this, although I have taken women through these lessons also um, that are in my, um, you know, just private coaching practice. So I do it either, either way, but some of the things that I do, and I'll just give you a quick little recap so that, you know, it it is understandable to uh, the listeners is yeah um you know i'll just i'll just go quickly through them um the first one is you know anyone that is ready to have a breakthrough has to make a decision they have to make the decision that they're ready for it if they don't make that decision that they're ready to go forward it does not work at all so that's number one first and foremost they must make a decision then the second one is i teach them something that um may sound a little foreign but I teach them how to invoke their divine twin self because they have something inside of them that they may never have tapped into before. And it is actually themselves at their truest, most brilliant level. And it's there, and they just have to uncover it. So I teach them how to do that. Then I teach them how to stop going in reverse because a lot of times they'll get us to a certain spot, And then Mm -hmm. they'll get scared and they'll just go backwards again. So I teach them how to catch themselves from going in reverse and to stand in their own power and to formulate a plan. And then um, we go into the next part, which is building physical and mental strength, getting strong by practicing yoga. And this is where I go into the physical practice of yoga and the meditation. And I don't teach them a whole full teacher course, but I give them enough to get them started so that they can actually start feeling stronger physically and learn the benefits of meditation. Mm-hmm. Then we go through banishing what's holding them back with healing rituals and spirituality. We go through some rituals, uh, lots of things that are physical practices that they do that just reinforces the mental part of it. And then I go into what I call stop tap dancing for crumbs. <laughs> and what, <laughs> and what like that, that means is you know, some women are still trying to do, you know, the circus act to please somebody. And right. I teach them, you don't have to do that. You know, you should be loved exactly how you are right now. You don't mm-hmm. have to do anything else but be you. That's it. And that's a biggie because sometimes that's the toughest part for women to understand. Yes. And then the next one, the next one, which is our uh, the next lesson, would be feed your body to heal. And this is where I go into not just the food. This goes into the Ayurvedic aspect where they will learn that 
everything that you bring into your body is either feeding you, you know, either physically, um, you know, it's sight, touch, sound, smell, taste. These are all of your senses that have to be fed properly. And I go into all of that about even sound. You know, you could be listening to something so beautiful that you love and it'll fill your body with the beautiful emotions and the endorphins. And at the same mm-hmm. time, if somebody comes along and starts, you know, banging cymbals in your ears and you're, you hate it, that's going to make you feel awful physically. So there right. is so much to do with feeding your body the right way, not just with food, but every sense of your body. And then the next one is the power of the subconscious mind, which is where we go into how powerful the subconscious mind is. And I teach them ways to really start to get that subconscious mind to be your ally rather than than your enemy. Mm-hmm. And the next one is power stances. Now, this is a big one, and it's a really great one. And I go into... Um, how you stand with your body and your position of your body is so important because it signals your brain to really believe that either you're strong or you're weak. Now, I take um, information that was already done by Amy Cuddy, who is a social psychologist from Harvard who did a whole study on physical dances and your, your body positioning, and I go into that. And, you know, from being a ballet dancer and... Um, you know, just practicing yoga, I know how important it is. Your body position is critical in how you feel about yourself. And then finally, the last one is break through the fear of failure, raise your self-worth and profitability, and ignite your power and light the world. Now, this is where we take everything we've done and just reinforce everything and get that breakthrough and start people going into the area that they have always thought that they could never do. They always think, no, that's not for me. It's for somebody else. I'm not good enough. Well, that's where we really break through that glass ceiling, and we just blast it, and we go further and further. And, of course, if they want to continue on, I have a different level, which goes even higher. And that's uh, basically my first level of the Successful Goddess Blueprint. Wow. So you guys out there listening, that I mean, that sounds uh, amazing. And I'm sure we all know someone who could benefit from um, not only a few of the uh, steps she takes you through, but uh, probably all of them. Um, because, it, you know, it is about just learning a bunch of stuff like, you know, how to stand or how to feed your mm-hmm. body, not just what you eat. Um right. You know, the power of your subconscious mind, you know, where does that fear come up for you when Mm -hmm. you get to a certain point and you want to reverse and go back the other way? Um, So, you know, really, really cool stuff. And so I just wanted to... um, Amy. Who is Amy? Um, Amy must be thinking about me. Hello, Amy out there, wherever you are. Um, I just, oh my goodness. I just wanted Giselle to, you know, enlighten us with, um, or and, and entice us with uh, the successful goddess blueprint um, information that she goes through, because now we're just going to continue talking on, and I'm going to focus on some of the aspects about regaining your power after trauma um, that possibly she can enlighten us um, more about how we can do that and how, how we can make some changes as we go forward on our path to bliss. Now, can you explain to the listeners um, the concept you call thinking small is addictive? And I know you probably tackle this in your, your course, but, you know, I've heard it and and I know – 
um, that it is addictive. But can you share with the listeners um, your concept of that? Yes, yeah. Um, you know, I just recently did um, a, a talk on that at one of the uh, at one of the um, places that we have around here in Naples. I live in Naples, Florida, and it was a big congregation of about 200 women, and there were five speakers, and I was one of them, and that was my topic. And the topic was something that a lot of people were scratching on the head, saying, "Well, what, what does that mean?" You know, thinking small is addictive. So this is what happens um, when we go through life, all of us have experienced good and bad. You know, there's no such thing as living a life of free of any kind of trauma, not trauma, uh, maybe like, you know, upset. I think all of us know that life is full of ups and downs. Now, it's not that you will never have the down. It's what are you going to do with it? So what happens is if you start taking the bad parts of your life and you start to make those more important than the good, what happens is that just, this just grows inside of you. And before you know it, you're starting to identify your life more and more with the bad than the good. And when you are thinking small, what happens is you will start to um, talk the small talk. So, for instance, you may go through a day with complaining. Okay, what was me? Uh, you know, I had a horrible day in work and my coworkers can't stand me and uh, I, I'm not getting a raise and it's because, you know, they're treating me poorly because they don't like, you know, the clothes I wear or, you know, whatever I look like and blah, 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 blah. Right? So what happens is when someone starts to complain that way, it actually will start to resonate with the people around them and the people that are around you of course a lot of them love you and they want to help you so they'll run to your rescue and they'll say oh you know you're right yeah so and so is such a creepy person and I know what you mean and life isn't fair and before you know it you're actually building your pity party and you are actually building your case and what happens from that is when you get the approval and other people saying you know you're right you are actually getting a form of pleasure. It's actually, it actually feels good because now you're getting a little bit of quote-unquote love or a little bit of that uh, attention that you don't get anywhere else. And before you know it, you are starting to live that lifestyle because it is giving you, um, unfortunately, you know, I hate to say the word benefit, huh? in your, you know, in your mind, it's a benefit and it starts to right. feel good. And before you know it, this is your mode of being. Your new mode of being is complainer, it is whiner, it is somebody who wants to stay small because it feels good. It is feeding you all the stuff that you're looking for, the attention, the, you know, the quote-unquote love, the pity party, the tribe that is now your tribe. Everybody's chiming in. They're all a bunch of complainers. And before you know it, the world is doing it. So it becomes an addiction. It is like an addictive behavior, and it... And at the very least, it becomes a bad habit. So I talk to people about this all the time. And when I start to bring their attention to it, it makes sense. They say, you know, you're right. Either I do that all the time or I know somebody who's doing it constantly. And it's an epidemic. 
it gets to be so terrible because what happens is you lose the ability to actually make something wonderful happen in your life because everybody knows nobody really appreciates a downer. Nobody appreciates a clinger. Nobody appreciates somebody who's constantly complaining. <laughs> That's so right. No, right. No one wants a Debbie Downer or a negative right. Nancy to hang around mm-hmm. them. And, you know, it's so funny when you were saying that, I know so, I'm, oof, I know a lot of people that, you know, yeah. that's what they do. They complain yeah. about, oh, it's too hot. And then when it's uh-huh. raining, it's raining too much. Right. Or when it's, right. you know, it's too windy or it's, or the weather's just not perfect or, right. you know, I look right. fat, but then I'm not, but I'm going to stuff all this stuff in my face or, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Or, right. Right. You know, she, right. or she, you know, the boss don't like me or blah, 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 blah. It's, right. it's just like. It's it, a never ending problem. Exactly. Right. Or I have this bad childhood and my, I hate my mother mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. boyfriend beats me. You know, it's just like, oh my goodness. Right. Every day you got something, you know, shut up, you know. And and in a way, and in a way, unfortunately, the sad part is that it feels good for these people after a while because they do get attention and it becomes an addiction. It becomes like a real, it becomes their life. That is their lifestyle. That is who they become. And, you know, not that it's um, something that they can't get out of because, you know, with the right kind of coaching and counseling, sure, they could definitely start to move away from that bad mood of being. But, I mean, it really does get terrible after a while. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people, they just don't even realize that they're doing that. I mean, it, it, right, it becomes, it's, right. you know, like an addiction, like cigarette smoking. You know, exactly. sometimes people fire up a cigarette. They may be talking to you, smoke two to three, cig- four or five cigarettes while they're in your, you know, whatever. And they don't even realize. They think they smoke one cigarette. You know, right, so right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it isn't that interesting. So now mm-hmm. the thinking small is addictive, which we all mm-hmm. know people, and I'm sure everyone does that at some point in time. Mm-hmm. There are those of us who catch ourselves and those of us who get stuck in the quicksand right. of it. But yeah. in your successful Goddess Blueprint course, and I, I just want you to share what aspect or what step in that course helps people to conquer that thinking small that has become Mm. addictive for them. Well, I'll tell you something. There are certain things that work together. Um, I think that more than anything else, you know, there are certain things that will happen throughout the entire course that will trigger that aha moment, and it's different for every person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, I, I I would love to say that, oh, it's definitely, you know, uh, you know, catch yourself from going in reverse. I would say that every woman, <laughs> yeah, I would say that every woman that goes through this, every one of them finds a certain point where it hits them. And for everyone, it's different. Some women actually find it through the rituals the things that we do, right. uh, we do like a candle ritual and I teach them how to do trial talk meditation. And so there are certain things that will trigger it, but it's a little bit different for everybody. Everybody right. finds it in a little bit of a different place. Wow. Very cool. I'm, it's just, I'm, I'm trying to make it as enticing as possible um, because I yeah. just know that we all, we all deal with that. And when you're around people, I, I do a lot of stuff around energy mm-hmm. and when you're around, um, people that have that energy that's associated with thinking small. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
It's a different kind of heavy energy. It's a lighter. It's like, you know, light sleep and deep sleep. It's like the twilight between light sleep and deep sleep. It's not real, real heavy because those are different type of people. Um, But it's not light either. And the longer, it's like the longer you're around that person, the more heavier or or deeper it gets, the more you sink. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, by being able to just go through a course where you can recognize, first of all, those around you that may be like that. And then second of all, Mm -hmm. when you begin to slip into their web, so to speak, or Mm -hmm. step into their quicksand, um, learning how you can recover from that is very powerful. And, you know, again, the show is about how to regain your power after trauma. So even dealing with people like that on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. can be very Mm -hmm. traumatic. Can it not be, Giselle? Absolutely, really. And, you know, even as far as the trauma goes, physical trauma, uh, there are people that go through physical trauma that that lose a limb or they will become paralyzed, you know, God forbid. These are people that really, really need to have, um, you know, the emotional and the mental and the spiritual aspect you know, uh, just raised so much higher within themselves because they really, truly have sustained through trauma where their life has changed, you know, forever. And so right. these are people that really do need that. And, you know, listen, they, I know, I know two people actually that I've worked with um, that, you know, are not, they're not able to walk. And they slumped down into this total depression. But, you know, I think through time and the right training and the right work uh, with anyone, Anyone can make a life change. And I'm not saying that it's good that they are in that position. It's terrible. It's unfortunate. However, they change their lives around dramatically where they are no longer pitting themselves. They are actually productive people. They're productive in society. One of them actually wrote, uh, you know, a couple of e-books, and she's doing really wonderful. So, you know, these are people that were down at the bottom that really could have stayed there, but they changed their lives around. They can do it. It can happen. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Because, you know, sometimes we think our stuff is great and then you hear about someone else who's made tremendous steps and Mm -hmm. didn't have Mm -hmm. what we had to start with. And so, um, again, basically the model of the show today is that anyone can regain their power, whether you've Mm -hmm. suffered trauma or, or after trauma, you too can regain your power if it's something you really, truly want to do. And only you know if you are feeling powerless or helpless. Um, we can't make that decision for you. We can't point it out for you. You know. And even if we could, if you're not ready to make that change, there's nothing that anyone can do. So you guys out there listening, if you know of anybody that may need some help or you yourself or you, you know, you know, want to just engage and don't feel you need it, but still just want to engage, then, you know, I want Mm -hmm. you guys to reach out and, you know, connect with Giselle because she's got some, um, some wonderful, um, modalities that can really help you. Now, what I want to ask you, because we're talking about healing and energy and power and trauma and, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, all of the components that integrate into regaining your power or having your power, how long, you know, say someone is interested and they want to feel like they really want to regain their power, how long does it take for someone to experience healing 
and regaining of their power? And and I'll let you answer that. Yeah, you know, again, it is very different for everybody. There are certain people that they are stuck, and I mean really, really stuck. And sometimes um, it takes a little bit, uh, it takes a little while only because there are certain things that they need to work through. And sometimes it's very difficult for people to understand that they can get better and that is the biggest hurdle. Once they understand that they can get better, it's very quick. It's very rapid. But the the hardest part is actually getting someone to believe that, yes, I am going to do this and I can. And once they get to that realization, it's quick. It's lightning speed after that. You know, then they're, then they're ready, they're willing, they're able, and they're ready to do things, and they're ready to understand, and they're ready to, you know, take on the challenges of bettering themselves. But for everybody, it's a little bit different for them to get to that that little tipping point. And once they're, once they're at that tipping point, it's quick. It's quick. You know, it's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm here for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just do what I need to do. And so it's a little different for everybody, really. But um, I would say that for the most part, I have uh, different programs, and I do coaching. And a lot of times I will do like a six-week uh, program with someone and a lot of times that's enough. That's all they need. Now I have other right. that are with me for six months and other people that are with me for a year. And I have other people that are with me for years because they love me. <laughs> right. They don't, right. I mean, they I don't want to leave. That. They, you know, just hang around because, you, you know, they're able, they're able to continue to be in a creative and exactly. uh, powerful energy process that's positive. And, yes. So there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know. We all, no, not at all. We all want yeah. our fans, right? In it, but not in mm-hmm. a egotistical way, in a, in a good way to know no. that, you know, that you're you're feeding you're feeding nourishment to these mm-hmm. people um, right. beyond the capacity right. that you ever thought you could. And so exactly. I think that's always always beautiful. Well, I want you to now share with the listeners um, if, first of all, before, before we go into that, is there any last words of wisdom, anything, if you could say anything to the listeners right now, if there's any last words of wisdom or nuggets of gold that you would like to share with them, um, please feel free to do so now. Absolutely. You know, I, what I would like to say is that I want everyone to understand and to know that they have more power in them than they know, than they even can understand at this point. And even if you have been doing, uh, you know, yoga, meditation, or, you know, spiritual practices or things that have taken to a higher level, we all have so much power inside of us and we don't even know it. And so my goal is to help people to uncover their brilliance because it's there and it's there more than you even understand. And I would just really hope everybody understood that and would just take the steps, you know, to just start opening up and gaining some more of that. Beautiful. So there's an invitation. Take that step forward. Open up. Um, mm-hmm. Allow yourself to transform, so to speak, at your own speed and in your own mm-hmm. level, but know that you can do it in in 
anything is possible when you really want to do it and you set your heart to it. So with that, I want Giselle to now share um, with all of you how, if this is piquing your interest, if she is someone you want to stay in contact with, um, other than listening to the show over and over and sharing it with your friends and family, those you love and those you do not live or care about. Um, (laughs) I want Giselle to share with you all how you guys can, can get in contact with her. So Giselle, how can they do that? Okay, I think the best way is if someone really is interested, I'd be more than happy to do a phone conversation with someone. Uh, It's no obligation whatsoever. I'd be more than happy to just talk to someone and just see where they are, maybe help them through whatever it is and uh, see what their, you know, their their best steps would be for the future. And how they can do that is they can go on to, now I have two websites. Um, I have eternityyoga.com and that is a huge website all about yoga, meditation, and how people can learn on their own and just get powerful practices that are all free. The other one that I had is GiselleToner.com. GiselleToner.com is where I would say to go if you're interested in actually talking to me because there's a section on there where you can click on and book an appointment with me on the phone. And so uh, I would be more than happy to give anybody that invitation. If they're interested, they could just go on, book some time with me. I'd be happy to talk to them and just maybe guide them a little bit and see where they need to go. Perfect. So So there you have it. Yes. Yeah, go say yeah, it one more time, Giselle, please. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So it's it's GiselleToner.com for the appointment, and it's EternityYoga.com if you just want to go on and just check out all the yoga. I've got over 150 pages worth of information, so you'll have a field day. <laughs> you'll have a ball with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, you will regain power, whether you talk to her personally or you check out all the yoga stuff. You will re- regain power because, as we all know, by um, gaining a little bit of knowledge enhances your ability to gain a little bit more power. So, and, and power is 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 wonderful um, in a good sense. So, with that being said, everyone, I would like to thank you, Giselle for being a guest on Blissful Living. It was awesome to talk to you, and I love Mm -hmm. how we were able to incorporate a topic that's not often um, talked about or shared on the the show here, but incorporated with also, you know, topic of yoga, which sometimes people think, oh, yoga, Mm -hmm. that's just doing (laughs) postures and breathing. Uh, But no, it's so much more than that. It it enhances your life so much more than that. So thank you very much for being a guest on Blissful Living. Thank Uh, you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. And I want to thank all of you listeners out there for tuning in. Um, Please, please, please share the show with as many people as you know. Um, Play it over and over, download it over and over again. I'm sure... There were some things that you may have written, wanted to write down and you weren't able to. Um, connect with Giselle if you want an appointment with her. Then you connect with her at GiselleToner.com. And the links will be on the um, show site. But Giselle is G like George, I-S-E-L-L-E, Toner, T like Tom, O, N like November, E-R, Dot com for the appointment. And if you just want to find out more about yoga, you've been thinking about it, or now that we've engaged you and enticed you uh, with the possibility of how you can regain your power, um, you can go to Eternity 
dash yoga.com. And of course, uh, Giselle would, would love for you to connect with her. With that being mm-hmm. said, I want to thank our sponsors, the Health Healing and Wellness Company at healthhealingwellness.com. Check them out. They have some fabulous specials to help you to feel absolutely fabulous as the warmer weather comes about. And, you know, after that, we march down into the holiday season. So I know all of you want to look fabulous for the rest of the year. So give the healthhealingandwellness.com a peek. And then also check out um, All Day Cable Incorporated. If you uh, are someone that has a business and you need telecommunications installation and you're located on the West Coast in California, Oregon, or Washington, please check out alldaycableinc.com. And I want to leave this show. I'm going to start doing this, and I think it's something that um, is just speaking to me. But I want to leave this show and leave you guys with a quote. So what I would like to share with you is, since we've been talking about power, this is the quote that I want you to take forward and really own it and step into it and embrace it with your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. And the quote is, Embrace the power of positivity. That's something just to get you started with helping you to embrace your power or to help you to regain your power. Embrace the power of positivity. And with that being said, this is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, saying until next time, may you have peace to your bot, peace to your mind, wellness to your body and tranquility to your spirit goodbye for now you can find out more about rochelle on her website rochelle lawson r-o-c-h-e-l-e lawson l-a-w-s-o-n or at healthhealingwellness.com or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you and of course you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of blissful living thanks for joining us